الحمد لله نحمده ونستعينه ونستغفره ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهده الله فلا مضل له ومن يدلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله حق تقاته ولا تموتن إلا وأنتم مسلمون يا أيها الناس اتقوا ربكم الذي خلقكم من نفس واحدة وخلق منها زوجها وبث منهما رجالا كثيرا ونساء واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم معمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يتع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا نظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هج محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار Indeed, the praise is for Allah. We praise Him, we seek His help, and we seek His forgiveness. We seek refuge with Allah from the evils that are within ourselves and from our bad deeds. Whoever Allah guides, there is no one to lead that person astray. And whoever Allah leads astray, there is no guide for him. I bear witness that none has the right to be worshipped except for Allah who was alone with our partners. And I bear witness that Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam is the servant of Allah and his last messenger to all of mankind. O you who believe, fear Allah with the right that he should be feared with and do not die in Ashura Muslims upon the deen of Al-Islam. O mankind, fear your Lord who created you from a single person and from that person created his mate and from them to scatter countless men and women and fear Allah from who you demand your mutual rights and do not cut off the relations with the wombs that have bore you. Indeed, Allah is a watcher over you. O you who believe, fear Allah and say that which is correct and upright in order that Allah may rectify for you your deeds and forgive you of your sins. And whoever obeys Allah and his messenger has achieved a tremendous achievement. As to what follows, certainly the most truthful speech is the book of Allah. And the best guidance is the guidance of the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam. And the most evil of the affairs are the newly invented matters in the deen. And every newly invented matter in the deen is innovation. And every innovation is going astray. And every going astray is in the hellfire. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala throughout the Qur'an he has mentioned stories and events of the nations that came before the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. 
And these stories and events that the, of that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentioned in the Quran, they are lessons for the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and his ummah. And from that which the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mentioned is the statement of Musa alayhi salam to his people. When the tyrant Fir'aun was threatening to kill the men or kill the males, even the male children, even the male children, and spare the females. And he wanted to harm Musa alayhi salam and those who were with him from those who believed from Bani Israel. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentioned, Qala Musa liqawmihi, Ista'inu billahi wasbiru, Inna al-ard lillah, Yurithuha man yasha min ibadihi, Wal-aqiba lil-muttaqeen. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentioned, that Musa said to his people, seek the aid and the help with Allah, and be patient upon the commandment of Allah. Indeed, the earth is for Allah. Indeed, the earth is for Allah. And Allah will give it as an inheritance to whomsoever He wills from His servants. And the good ending is for the people who have taqwa. For the people who have fear of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the good ending is for them. The scholar they mention, that Musa alayhi salam was mentioning to his people after the threats of Fir'aun and the oppression of Fir'aun and the tyrannical leadership of Fir'aun against the believers, Musa was telling his people to seek the aid of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for them to be patient, meaning to be patient upon that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded them with. To be patient upon that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded them with. And indeed the earth is for Allah. It's not controlled by Fir'aun. Fir'aun, his authority in the land was a restricted authority in the land. Whereas Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's authority is unrestricted and Allah is able to do whatever He wills. And we know the story of Musa alayhi salam. Fir'aun was arrogant. He was a tyrannical leader and he believed that he can do whatever he wants to do to the people of Israel. Those who were believers, those who accepted the message that Musa alayhi salam, he came with. Rather, he said to the people, وَأَنَا رَبُّكُمُ الْأَعْلَى And I am your Lord the Most High. Arrogant, tyrannical. But what was his end? His end was that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala punished him in his army and humiliated him. And his name is in the books of history. His name is in the scriptures as being someone who was drowned and destroyed by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mention this story in the Quran? How is this relevant to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and the believers? 
Because the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and the believers were also suffering persecution in Mecca. They were also being threat with threats or being threatened with threats. And we know that there were Muslims who were killed in Mecca. Muslims who suffered at the hand of the polytheists. All because of La ilaha illallah. All because of their deen. All because of what they stood for was against the norms of the society. They were threatened with harm, threatened with being killed. They were oppressed. And these are people who were, people who were the natives of that land. But because they chose a different religion, because they chose a different path, because they did not agree with the narrative what was the norm in the society, they were threatened. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this story to the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam to relay to the believers that whenever we are in a similar situation as Musa and his people, the way to victory is by al-isti'ana wa sabr Seeking the aid of Allah and with patience. And what, what does it mean to be patient though? A sabr means to be patient upon being obedient to Allah. To be patient upon staying away from the haram. To be patient and persevere upon the trials and tribulations that we encounter due to our faith, due to our belief, due to standing up for what's right. Because this is where the victory of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala comes from. And in, in the end, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who controls the earth. Not no tyrant, not no country or quote-unquote superpower. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala controls the earth. The earth is for Allah. Allah, He owns the earth. Not no human being, not no country, not no military. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala owns the earth. And He gives it to whomsoever He wills from His servants. But what's the most important matter here? That the end, which is a good ending, which is a successful ending, the end, which is a victorious ending, is for those who have taqwa. So we understand from the statement of Allah that without patience, without seeking the aid of Allah, without the taqwa of Allah, we will never, we will never attain victory. We will never attain victory. Stop looking for people to aid you when we have the most powerful, the most mighty Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to turn to and seek his aid. But we have to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with tawbah. We have to turn to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with good worship and good belief and putting our trust in Allah and embarking upon the legislated means to attain the victory from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We will not attain victory by being ignorant. We will not attain victory by being haphazard. We will not attain victory in any of these ways. The Prophet is the example of how to attain the victory from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala.
The Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he mentioned, وَعَلَمْ أَنَّ النَّصْرَ مَعَ الصَّبْرِ وَأَنَّ الْفَرَجَ مَعَ الْقَرْبِ وَأَنَّ مَعَ الْعُسْرِ يُسْرَى The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said, know that the victory, it comes with patience. And again, patience is being patient. يعني الصبر على طاعة الله والصبر عن معصية الله والصبر على أقدار لا المؤلمة Victory comes with patience. Patience upon being obedient to Allah. We can't attain the victory if we're missing salat. We can't attain victory from Allah if we're indulging in the haram. We can't attain the victory if we don't have patience with the trials and tribulations that Allah has decreed for us. There's no way that the Muslim ummah there's no way that a Muslim country, there's no way that a Muslim people, community, or individual will attain, will attain victory in their affairs without following what Allah has legislated for one to attain the victory. People calling, making dua to Allah, and wondering why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala doesn't answer the dua. What did the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam mention about the man? Yutayru safar Ash'af Agbar. He's on a long journey. His clothes is disheveled, his hair is unkept. وَيَرْفَعْ يَدَيْ إِلَى السَّمَاءِ وَيَقُولْ يَا رَبْ يَا رَبْ وَلَكِنْ مُضْعَمَهُ حَرَامُ بَلْبَسَهُ حَرَامُ وَمَشْرَبَهُ حَرَامُ وَخُذِيَ بِالْحَرَامُ فَأَنَّ يُسْتَجَابْ لِذَلِكَ a person is on a long journey, raises his hands, he says, Oh my Lord, oh my Lord. But his food is haram. His drink is haram. Huh? His clothing is haram. He's nourished from the haram. How is his dua going to be answered when he is indulging in the haram? Al-Nasr ma'as-sabr. Victory comes from Allah when we are following his deen. Victory does not come when we are being negligent. Victory does not come when we are ignoring the commandments of Allah. Victory does not come when we are placing the dunya before our deen. How can we expect the victory from Allah when we are in the state that we are in as it relates to our relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala? Alhamdulillah. Ussalatu wassalam ala ashraf al-anbiya wal-mursaleen wa ala alihi wa ashabihi ajma'in. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, he mentions in the Qur'an, addressing the believers, teaching us how to attain the victory of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu In tansuru allaha yansurukum Wa yuthabbit aqadamakum O you who believe If you help Allah Allah will help you 
Allah will aid you. And Allah, he will make your feet firm. What does it mean to help Allah? Does Allah himself need help? No. What is intended by help Allah is help the deen of Allah. Help Islam. Support Islam. Propagate Islam. Establish Islam. This is what is intended by helping Allah. Al-Qiyam bidinihi. Establishing the religion of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And each one of us, we have to start with ourselves. Every one of us, we have a responsibility to help the deen of Allah by starting with ourselves and practicing Islam. If every one of us, as individuals, we start practicing the way we're supposed to practice, and this is every Muslim in the world, Wallahi billahi thumatallahi, you will see the victory of Allah come to us. But our sins, our disobedience is hurting us as a nation. Our sins and our disobedience is hurting us as a nation. Look what happened when the archers disobeyed the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam and left their posts chasing after the dunya. It was a mistake from them. We don't speak bad about the Sahaba. It was a mistake because they thought that the Prophet only meant stay there unless we're winning. If we win, then you can come down. But the Prophet didn't tell them that, but they thought that. But one companion told them, don't move. The Prophet told us to stay here. And they said, no, he only meant for us to stay here as long as they're not winning. Or if they, if they begin to win, we can come down. They disobeyed the Prophet Muhammad And what was the result? How many Muslims were killed in the battle of Uhud due to those archers not following the commandment of the Messenger wasallam? We Muslims today are doing far worse than that from disobedience. And remember, their disobedience was a misunderstanding. The, today, the disobedience of many of the Muslims is intentional, on purpose, knowingly. But yet we say, where is the help of Allah? But yet we say, where is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala supporting our people. Where is our obedience? Where is our practice of Islam? Where is our staying away from the haram? Where is our being patient upon the commandments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in order for us to attain victory from Allah? Where is it? We have to get out of this mentality of constantly blaming everybody else for the calamities that before us. And whatever has befallen you from a calamity is from your own hand. And this is in no way justifying any type of oppression that the Muslims are encountering in Palestine or anywhere. But at the same time, we have to look at ourselves. We have to look at ourselves because even on the day of Uhud, the Muslims were saying, where is this coming from? And Allah says that it comes from yourself. It comes from yourself. 
We have to tighten up as a nation. We have to get our act together as a nation. We want the help of Allah, then we have to aid Allah's deed by practicing it in our own personal lives, by calling the people to it, by establishing Islam in our homes. Each family start with their families. And then we will see the change. Allah Azza wa Jal, he mentions, وَلَا يَنْصُرَنَّ اللَّهِ مَنْ يَنْصُرُهُ إِنَّ اللَّهَ لَقَوِيٌّ عَزِيزٌ Indeed, Allah will aid the one who aids him. Allah will aid the one who aids him. And indeed, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is all-powerful and almighty. So Allah is showing us here that if we establish Islam, the way it's supposed to be established, no negligence, no extremism, Allah is going to aid us. And Allah is all-powerful and almighty, showing that He has the ability to aid us. And this is a promise from Allah. Right? This is a promise from Allah. This is not like the false promises of the disbelieving nations who always claim we're going to help the people in Palestine, we're going to do this, we're going to support them. But when they oppress, it's nothing but silence. Not that type of help. This is the real help, the real support, real victory coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala for those who help his deen. But the deen has to be practiced as Allah revealed it. No extremism and no negligence. As Allah he mentions, وَكَانَ حَقًّا عَلَيْنَا نَصْرُ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions, and it is a right upon us to aid the believers. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala made this a right upon him to aid the believers. Not everybody, the believers. Pay attention here. The believers are the one who receive the help. So we have to make sure that our iman is intact. We have to make sure that our practice of the deen, because this is a part of our iman, that our practice is intact. If we do what we're supposed to do, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to do what He promised. But if we see that we're not attaining victory, we have to question ourselves. Well, Allah, we have to question ourselves. What are we doing that's wrong? Where are we lacking? Where is the lack of patience? Where is the lack of establishing the deen? What am I eating that's haram? What am I wearing that's haram? What am I drinking that's haram? We have to look at ourselves. We have to turn back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and the victory will come. Wallah, the victory will come. Stop waiting on the people to do something for us. When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us the blueprint, of how to attain victory. What are we waiting for? We have to practice Islam. That's where our victory comes from. First and foremost. And that's how 
we see that Allah aided and gave victory to the Prophet and the Sahaba due to their practice of Islam, due to their faith, due to them standing up for what's right. You don't find that the Prophet ﷺ and the Sahaba were out partying and drinking and missing salat and then saying, Oh Allah, help us against the Quraysh. You don't find that. You find that the Prophet ﷺ was obedient to Allah. And the Sahaba were obedient to Allah. So again, وَلَعَاقِبَ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ The good ending the victory is for those who have taqwa. And this is the only way out for us from our calamities and difficulties and hardship. Allah says, وَمَن يَتَّقِلَا يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مَخْرَجًا وَيَرْزُقُهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبُ وَمَن يَتَوَكَّلْ عَلَى اللَّهِ فُوَ حَسْبُ Whoever fears Allah, Allah will make a way out from every difficulty. By way of what? The taqwa. And Allah will provide provisions to us, to the people of Taqwa, from where they didn't perceive the provisions will come from. And whoever puts their trust in Allah, Allah is sufficient for them. Sadaq Allah, Allah has spoken the truth. Sadaq Rasul, the Messenger Wasallam, has spoken the truth. We have to do our part. We have to do our part. Extremism is not going to remove calamities and negligence is not going to remove calamities. Practicing the deen, obeying Allah, obeying the messenger, being patient upon the commandments, staying away from the haram, being patient upon the trials and tribulations of life, turning to Allah with tawbah, putting our trust in Allah, having taqwa, this is where the victory of the Muslims will come from. And may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grant us victory. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give relief to our brothers and sisters in Palestine who are under the oppression of the oppressors. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give us the guidance that we need to be upon the straight path in this world. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us of our shortcomings and wrongdoings. Indeed, He is the one who hears the du'as and He is the one who answers them. Wakulu kali hadha, astaghfirullah li wa lakum, wa subhanaka allahumma bihamdik, ashadu an la ilaha ila ant, astaghfiruka wa atubilik. Haqim Masa.